Lindsay. I'm Carly. And this is the Made to Relate podcast. Welcome back. Episode <laughs> number three. We rotated those, but I know. Um, <laughs> episode number three. Yay. Hope you made it through the last one. It was a fun time. Whew, it was, like I said, <laughs> it was <heavy>. something. <laughs> Somebody, uh, one of my friends was like, when you shouted, <laughs> when you shouted, white cloud break, and took a big gulp, I laughed out loud. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Well, some moments just call for the chugging of a white claw. Exactly. That episode was definitely one of those moments. Um, Yeah, I think it went well. Everybody knows my deep, dark secret now. It's out in the world for everyone to hear, so that's good. An update. Lindsay's mugshot is not in the grocery store. We went and checked, guys. How's your week, Carly? How are you doing? (laughs) Good. Um, Why did we do this week? I feel like I'm so scattered. It was Super Bowl. We hung out. We had a party. We did have a party. We did do Super Bowl. That was super fun. Um, We took the kids to the jump park. The new jump park in Helena. Yeah. So fun. fun. Um, A little expensive, but fun. But I think it's worth it. Something I learned last night is that apparently you can bring your own alcohol to that yeah, jump park. We're gonna park. have to invest. So in that. people, if you're gonna go to the new adventure jump park at the bowling alley, BYOB. Yeah, we need to look into that because I don't know if Mike's just making up things. I just don't think that people would be going around in public places with beers if you weren't allowed to, though. Yeah. You think Mike's lying to us? Michael. No, he did see his friend with a beer in his hand, but I don't know if they were breaking the rules and just bringing beer into a child's play. I'm pretty sure that the owners would shut that down real quick if it wasn't. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. You know, I don't know. B-Y-O-B. Tell <laughs> it, give us an update. Tell us how <laughs> Let it is. us know, guys. Anyways, <laughs> so that's good. So you had a good weekend. Um, Mike's team won last night, didn't they? Okay, Mike's a Ravens fan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> his friends team won yeah his friends are our friends are um buccaneers at the soccer place <laughs> i think so. obviously i was very involved we were there for them. the food yeah i don't know what everybody else is doing we were there for to eat so <laughs> um no it was really fun and then um i was supposed to have the day off today but i worked because my sister's about to have a baby yay how exciting yeah so i'm trying to finish a bunch of projects and stuff before take a week off and go see my niece good how exciting i can't wait for pictures i know we'll have to pod like podcast right before i leave or something yeah so then we don't miss one but for sure yeah how was your week what did you guys do my week was good nothing too exciting i took writer skiing this weekend by myself Mm. that was really fun it was kind of out of my comfort zone because i don't normally like take him out to do crazy things like that by myself yeah but I did it and we had the best day it was so much fun we just skied and skied and skied and I fell a couple times (laughs) Ryder didn't fall once and he hit this big jump and landed it like he's a stud he's so cool no, Mike made me replay that video like six times. He's like, Ryder's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even think he realized what he was doing and like how big the jump was. I don't know. Yeah. He's an all-star. So it was such a great day. I'm really sore and I think I pulled something in my leg. Um, <laughs> but it was a good day. It was a good weekend. Yeah. Good. Good. Um. Okay. So we should just get into um, 
questions, right? Or does yeah. let's just answer questions? I think that we're going to take a break from, like, how we became friends and yeah. just the beginning of our relationship in the first couple of years. And um, we've been getting lots of questions, so I thought that it would just be a good time to answer some of those. Yeah, present um, day. What's yeah. happening now? All the cool things. Okay, do you want me to read one first? Yeah, go okay. for it. Okay, one question we get asked a lot, and it was a super repeated question, but it was, how do you handle conflict in co-parenting? I know, so pick me. <laughs> Answer. So you could, like, narrow it down. I know this is kind of, like, a huge question, and we'll probably cover it, like, a little bit as we go through things, but, and, like, our standpoint on it, but if you could answer, how, how would you handle conflict? So, I get really mad. <laughs> and then I call you. <laughs> so I get mad. <laughs> and I vent. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I think that we talked about this in our first episode. I think this is one area where you and I really balance each other out well because there are definite, you have some strong points that are definitely my weak points, and I have some areas that you are definitely weaker in. So yeah. you, and, and you and I, pretty much have very similar views on on parenting and yeah. and just most most things so it, we bounce most of our issues off of each other just because it's a good sounding board and I mean if I'm going through something you're typically going through the same thing right and most likely having the same concerns as I am um but I think that when a conflict arises like I have a hard time seeing the big picture I just get so if I'm (laughs) I will be the first to admit that I'm very stubborn and like when something doesn't go my way I have a really hard time letting it go and and not Mm -hmm. having my way and so you like I usually voice my frustrations to you and and you're just so good at like keeping the big picture at top of mind and like who needs to benefit like what is going to be best for the kids and obviously Ryder is always at like the top of my mind and that's what I want is what's best for him um sometimes situations just get so emotionally heated sometimes that it's hard to have that clear view mm-hmm. um yeah. and so one thing that in the midst of all of the stuff we talked about last episode some of the advice that my dad gave me that stuck with me was like sometimes the best response is no response. Um, And a lot of times, unfortunately, things get said just to get a rise out of the other person. And so I've learned... All too well. (laughs) I've learned that sometimes just not not responding or taking your sweet time to respond and really take the day to calm down and really think about what needs to happen and what's in the best interest of of the kids. Um, And then responding or just not even responding has really helped me yeah kind of um deal with that conflict a little better yeah I don't know what do you advice yeah what do you think um okay so I'm a little bit of the opposite in a sense of that I just hate conflict so oftentimes I just don't stick up for myself as much as I should and so if I have a strong opinion I'll call Lindsay and say this this, and this and then oftentimes it's like I don't stand up for myself very often. Yeah, you definitely um, struggle with saying because you think you yeah. you think one thing, but you struggle putting it into words. Yes. So like, if I'm struggling with something, normally I'll. I guess before Lindsay and I became close friends, I would call my dad first, and he would kind of um, level head me out, or I guess however you say that, like 
kind of talk level-headed and then just be like, okay, so what is the goal you want here? Like, what are you trying, like, what, what are you trying to accomplish, accomplish in the end? Um, but now it's definitely, there's not as much conflict now, obviously, as there was in the beginning. But when there is conflict, it's, Lindsay and I usually talk first because it usually contains, like, both of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, I kind of just, like, say a million things. And then Lindsay's like, okay, well, this is how you say that. Or, like, what if you said it like this? Or how could, like, she's just way better at articulating things. Let me things. paraphrase this for you. <laughs> yeah. she's, I'm like, well, this, 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 this. And then she's like, yes, this is how you say that. So I just get so flooded with, like, emotion mm-hmm. and, like, um, I guess things I want to say that I can't really articulate. So she helps me with that, so we kind of bounce each other out. But, yeah, oftentimes I'm like, ooh, that's a little tense. Maybe let's say it a little bit. <laughs> Rain <nicer."> and <laughs> Yeah. Um, mainly because the best piece of advice I ever got was, okay, there's two. One of them was do your best to try to win the Oscar. Like, you don't <laughs> have to, like – fight and be rude and like just be a brat to be a brat even though you're right like you could be so right about the situation and what's it gonna do to just be a bitch about it you know like say your piece say what you want to say and then fake it till you make it like (laughs) you can be nice and civil and just even though you're just gritting your teeth the whole time right and so there's so many times that that's happened to me where I'm just like Oscar, Oscar, win it. Like, you got it. Just act it out. (laughs) really good. I've never thought of it like that, but yeah. Yes. So that's one. Okay. And then the other piece of advice that's actually helped me so much, I actually was told this advice first in coaching, um, and then the same person repeated it back to me when I was going through co-parenting stuff, and it applies the same way. So as long as you treat it like a business deal – and just remove as much emotion as you can, like, you're going to get your way. Like, it's mm-hmm. going to work out for right. everyone involved. So oftentimes I have to just remind myself, like, he didn't do all these terrible things to me, or we didn't fight about this, or I'm not upset about this. What's in the best interest of Grayson? Like, yeah. Kind of just, like, treating it more as an exchange of information Versus, I want to call you in the face of my fingernails. <laughs> like, just yeah. like so angry, but then you're like, take a breath. See, it's going to be okay. <laughs> that's definitely the part that I struggle with the most. I'm the one that is like, just lets all my emotions yeah. dictate how the conversation goes. And I've worked really hard over the last couple of years to try and get better. Sorry, everyone. It's brief intermission. Carly spilled her water all over my floor. Okay, it was flavored water. So it was raspberry flavored water, and I just really hope that it's not real. We're not drinking White Claws. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't spill anything when I had a White Claw. (laughs) It's because you chugged it all in two minutes. That's (sighs) fair. Okay, back to the... Can I still drink this even though my eyes are on the floor? Absolutely. I just vacuumed in here, so we're good. Um, Still... So anyway, I think we pretty much answered that question. Yeah. Um, I think one of the other ways that we've kind of tried to handle conflict in co-parenting is by creating a group chat with 
both Rich and Karen, mm-hmm. um, because I think we were running in, you and I both like to talk. We are women of many words. Um, yes. <laughs> and Rich is just not. Yeah, he's a man of few words. He's, so he's a man of very few yeah, words. Yeah, in, in his defense, like, I think he just, like, he just isn't very well at articulating his feelings. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think and over the time, he's just like... Well, he knows when he gets a text from us, it's going to be 92 pages long. And yeah. I mean, he's told me numerous like, times, F it. I just don't read your messages yeah. because you talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a one sentence. Yeah, which I don't know how to do. So right. um, in an effort to try and like stop some of the the talking so much and then not getting a response and just the crappiness that was happening on crappiness that was happening well, on both like, ends. We say like, what about this? And then he's like, you never responded to this. And then he never tells his wife about right. it. And then she's like, well, we didn't know about that. And we're like, yes, he did. Like it's yeah. just, it was just so much miscommunication mm-hmm. or he just wouldn't respond to messages. So then we, Lindsay, one day Lindsay was just like, F it. I was just over it. <laughs> Messaged everyone. Everyone got a Rich, good chat. Karen, let's stop this and let's just all have an open dialogue here. <laughs> Everybody's just going to let it out. Um, it, it, I think has, has relieved some conflict, but then in some cases I think that it's created a little more. I was going to say that. Yeah. Um, but I think that I would rather have it out in the open where everyone is just able to, yeah be a part of the conversation because that's like I said like you said that's what was happening is we didn't know or you didn't tell us and now I mean there's a very clear paper trail of what did get said what didn't get said right and it was different like when they lived here because there wasn't much needed for like communication for all three of us Mm -hmm. yeah because there wasn't any big things that needed to be said. It was just like, oh, you get Christmas, okay, whatever. Like, these are the exchanges, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, now, I feel like we're in the same place, and they have moved. And so it's just easier to communicate that way because I feel like we do so much together, and the boys are together already. And when it's like, okay, this goes into the next question, but, like, when they're traveling down there, the boys are flying together. So right. it's just, like, things like that where it's just... Well, like... Things need to be said together. Well, like we said earlier, um, when something affects... I think this is basically what you're saying. When something affects one boy, it affects both of them. Right. Because their parenting time is the same time. Right. Um, like the other day, uh, I sent to the group chat, like, a, oh, I'm going to get Ryder signed up for baseball. And you're like, oh, yeah, shoot, I need to also. Yeah, and I so, forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thanks it's just... Reminder. Yeah. It's just, it, it's made some things easier. So I think yeah. um, that goes into that question of how yeah. we handle conflict and co-parenting. I agree. Yeah. Next question. Um, so we got a couple of questions about how uh, has COVID affected our co-parenting? Like, how has it affected our co-parenting? Yeah. Um, and honestly, it hasn't affected it a ton just because they're so far away but the one time it did affect it it affected it big (laughs) actually I I mean not the one time I guess I shouldn't say that yeah it was like twice three times three times for you yeah yeah yep so I when we were living in Alabama 
Ryder was supposed to go visit for spring break, and that was in March. Uh, and so it was just like the height of the beginning of COVID, I yeah, guess. It was right it just was a terrible time, and it was not going to happen. I was not comfortable with it. And uh, Rich agreed, and so we canceled our tickets, and he Ryder didn't go. Uh, and then it was just kind of mutually agreed, like that was in March, and then spring break would have, or summer visitation would have been in June. Yeah. And so it was just like a little we bit later. We can do three more months do, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so it was easy. And then that one came around, and it was a big discussion with all of us. Like, we were all really communicating back and forth, and well, I feel like, because the boys... At this point, and so it would have been June yeah. last summer, at mm-hmm. this point it had been a year since Ryder saw Rich. Right. Um, and... Like, I never want Ryder to leave. I never want him to go, right. ever. Who wants to send their kid away? Right. I knew Ryder needed to see his dad, and I knew that right. his dad was really needing to see him. And so yeah. I don't, as many times as, as we've said this to them, I don't 100, I 100% believe that they don't believe well, yeah. when I say this. But, like, yeah. I want Ryder, I wanted Ryder to go down and see him just as much as he wanted to see Ryder. Like, right. I, they needed to see each other, and I understood that. But just like so many other things, we have very, very, very different opinions on COVID and what is and is not acceptable. Um, yeah, and I remember having conversations where it was like they were shut down and we were shut down. Mm-hmm. So I was working from home. Grayson mm-hmm. was pulled out of preschool. Um, like, we just, everything was stopped, and so I was like... It doesn't make, one of my big things in June was it doesn't make sense to send him if he's not even seeing my parents, my right. grandparents. You know, like, if he's not even seeing these people who live in the same town as us and we're staying away from everyone, like, why does How it make sense? How can I send him somewhere else? Yeah. On like, a plane, two through airports? Away. Yeah. Sorry, my mom's calling. Mom, I'll call you back. <laughs> um, and at the, just for a little, like, context, at this point, Ryder and I had just flew home from Alabama um, in what was, I mean, at that point, a separation Mm -hmm. would be turning into a divorce. Um, And so Rich and Karen were very unhappy that Ryder and I were able to fly home, yet I wasn't willing to send him. Um, And that was a big sticking point, which I won't get into on here, but um, I have very strong feelings about why it was acceptable, um, and how it was a different situation altogether. Yeah. But so the so that was the second time we decided no, it's not mm-hmm. the right time to send the kids because of COVID. Um, and then Christmas was the third time that they were supposed to go visit. And man, that one turned into a difficult Big doozy, difficult time. Yeah, I mean the situation was we were all. Everything this year has just been, let's play it by ear. Let's play it by ear. Nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on with their jobs or their freaking grocery store or when to wear a mask or what to do here. So it was just, like, it's so stressful anyway. Mm -hmm. And then, like, this is kind of a side note, but they talk every Sunday. We can talk about that later. But So every time Grayson would talk to his dad... It would get it brought up. You're coming for Christmas. You're coming for Christmas. Well, then Grayson's five, so he at the time four. He was like, every Sunday, I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to California. I'm going to California. I'm going mm-hmm. to California, and like he wanted to go, 
And I kept saying, like, I didn't want to, like, crush his little spirit. And so I was like, okay, but you're going to go if COVID is a little bit better. Like, we just have to play it by ear. I want you to go. You want to go. Your dad misses you. He wants to see you. It's going to be okay. So it got to, like, I don't know. It was, like, two weeks before. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we were checking numbers, and well, the ICU rate like, was really like there was it just crazy. spiked like crazy. Yeah. The ICU rate in their county was at one percent. Yeah, at one point when we were in these like having these discussions, like availability. So there was like no beds, <laughs> and um, the governor of California just put strict, m- more strict uh, guidelines. Guidelines, and I. It was just hard to, and I mean, it, California was all over the news every single day. Every yeah. time we opened up social media, California made headlines on everything you mm-hmm. saw. Um, so it was just really, really difficult. And I mean, the answer was very clear, in my opinion. I mean, obviously, I, I think I, my opinion was the right. Yeah. Um, but I felt very strongly that I just, right. I just wasn't going to send him. Um, so that was really difficult. And I guess. Maybe before we started this, the Christmas visit, we should have explained, or I think it's important that we explain that although the kids, Ryder at least, missed two visits in March and in June, we offered very many solutions yes. <laughs> to, um, to visitation. Obviously, we were in Montana, and while cases were still happening, it, it, it's very, not California. Very low. Um, it's it, it's different. Yeah. And so um, Carly and I got together and had a conversation, and we both agreed to cover um, hotel rooms and rental cars and help mm-hmm. with lodging if Rich wanted to come spend a long weekend or a week with the boys um, just because we would have felt more comfortable. We would have felt more comfortable, and, and Rich and, and Karen weren't as concerned with COVID. And so them traveling through airports or him traveling through airports and and doing that stuff didn't seem as much of a risk to them whereas to us it was very risky and so Carly and I offered that option to them multiple times um we even said we would pay for half of it like it was like we were like yeah we tried yeah we tried to like find a solution like for whatever reason they didn't um they didn't take us up on that and that's fine that's that's their prerogative uh but I would just, I think that it's important to be said that we did offer some solutions. We weren't just yeah. like, nope, you don't get this visit. Yeah. Um, we really did try and work with it. Uh, and like when, one thing that I look back on that's still frustrating is, okay, we made a solution, right? So like I called the courthouse and was like, what's the, because the whole thing that was frustrating was they didn't like that we were saying like maybe this isn't a good idea so then it was just let's threaten to take them back to the court. first words every, every time, time were let's like, go to court let's just well then we're gonna file a motion well we're gonna file a motion and it's just like okay so like obviously there's no dialogue of conversation here you don't respect our opinion enough to have this conversation I know you're frustrated because you don't get to see your kid because but no we didn't create COVID so right. sorry but like this isn't our fault that this is happening you moved away. If you lived here, that would be different. So, like, you moved away for work. I understand that, but it's still not my problem, right? So, all these things are coming into play. And then, 
You have, so then I was irritated and Lindsay was fuming. She's like, I'm not sending him like, this is just ridiculous. Like they're not understanding like what is going on. I just felt and at that point in it, I had felt, I felt like there was no disregard for me as writer's mother yeah. that I have this opinion. Right or wrong, I have these feelings. I have this opinion. Right. I feel very strongly about it. And they could, it felt to me as though they could have cared less. Like, who am I as writer's mom to have a, an opinion and, and right. want that to be, like, acknowledged heard. and yeah. heard and, and maybe even, like, taken into account? Right. Um, so that was what was getting so frustrating to me at this right. point is that it was, like, screw you, Lindsay. Like, I could give a, I could care less yeah. what you think. Whatever Who are you? If you disagree with me, then we're back Let's to court. Let's go to court. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was I a very powerless her. feeling. Yeah. And so I called the courthouse, and I was like, F this. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, listen, here's our situation. There's two separate parenting plans. This, like, two, like, he is the parent to both ch- children. Do we have to send him? What's the consequence? Like, if I say I don't want my kid to go because of his safety, what's the consequence? I want to know ahead of time. Yep. And she kind of laughed, and she's like, well all court systems are going through the same thing right now. Everybody's experiencing court COVID. Like, they're... Basically, we don't have any idea. We don't know what to tell you. We don't you. know what to tell you. And I was like, it was such a defeating feeling. And I started laughing on the phone. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, I'm supposed to call you when I have a question. Mm-hmm. And you guys don't even know. Which, it, in retrospect, of course not. Fair. Right. And how they could have, they how know the answer? create something where it's like, okay, in a national pandemic, or I guess worldwide pandemic yeah let's have this backup plan if in case this happens for parenting plans it's just not something you think of so then I was like okay like Thanks. what do I do and she's like well you can file a motion before them and just say we're not sending them but since that's in two weeks you're you won't be able to get in front of a judge before then so, basically, you're going to have to either send them or make the call. If you can say, I confidently didn't send my kid for the safety of my, like, for his safety. And feel confident standing in front of a judge. examples, which Lindsay and I felt very strongly we had, like, a lot provided for us. I mean. I had a list. I yes. A there list. was, like, lots of things, like. <laughs> There was no doubt that we could have stood in front of a judge and said, listen, this wasn't in the best interest of the kid. Right. Um, and then she said, okay, then you can do that or you can send him. And I was just so frustrated and I was like, okay, so they file a motion against me mm-hmm. saying like, okay, they, she didn't send us the child. What's going to happen? And she's like, they're going to have to come back to Montana for a court hearing. And I was so mad because I was like, you're going to file a motion to say I'm in contempt of court and then not fly back to Montana and then have to fly back here anyway but you're refusing to do it to see your kid yeah as a compromise to the pandemic but then you'll come back a prepaid trip yeah mind you but then you'll come back just just for your court court hearing okay that makes sense yeah logical as fuck right what so I don't know it was this whole thing and finally I was like I'm just gonna let it be. Like, I couldn't let it go and let God. Like, God's <laughs> going to handle the situation. And it was so frustrating because they were like, as you're co-parenting, Lindsay and I are laying down, like, the list of our concerns. I see you, right? Like, every single thing. Everything's closed. Where are you taking them to go? Because they're saying we're going to go to the beach. 
well, blah, 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 blah. We're listing out every single concern. The response back is, okay, we will take everything into account. Everything's taken into account. We're gonna respect your decision. We're gonna wear, make them wear a mask the whole time. We're gonna do this and this and this. Five seconds in, his mom from Washington is there too. So that's another person in the household. And then his sister and, and his, his sister's sister. friends. Yep. How many other people are we bringing in to this yeah. little um, quote unquote CDC guideline following situation? Right. Because that's not it. We're following all of the recommendations of the CDC. When the recommendations of the CDC clearly stated, which I sent multiple times, yes. clearly stated, you are only allowed to have contact with one person from outside your household. And you that must was now, remain six feet away. And you, <laughs> and you, yeah. There was now Ryder from a household, Grayson from a household, mm-hmm. Grandma from a household, sister, sister and, friend. and friend. That's So that's six different households flying or driving, coming mm-hmm. together for a week-long stay. Right. And, and mind you, in this whole text conversation before they went, I was, we all know Lindsay gets heated. <laughs> we all know Lindsay has words when she's mad. But there are people at home here that I rely on for yeah. childcare that are very high risk. I'm a single mom now. I rely heavily on my family for help. Right. It is just me and Ryder. And... I need help sometimes, right. and some of those people that I need help from are high risk, and that was something that I felt very strongly that that if something happened and Ryder came home and he had got it, mm-hmm. and he gave it to some, like, we were then, we then had to quarantine for 14 days. I couldn't count on anyone for 14 days because right. he had to go there, uh, and so that was really frustrating, and they could care less about that, and in it, or in our conversation with Rich and Karen before they went. I'm like, you know what? Chances are these kids are going to go. They're going to have a great week. And they're going to come home healthy. And nothing's ever going to happen. Right. Um, but on and I hope, chance. I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. I really, really do. But there is a chance that that is not what happens. And it just... Man, it really felt like there was no compromising or meeting in the middle. Or either even like respecting the fact that we as their mothers had opinions yeah and I think that was the most frustrating thing about it was in the exchange and this has come from the beginning like we can there's numerous stories like and they'll come up as we get into different topics and all the things but if you're I think it's the most frustrating when we have to co-parent with his wife versus him him and Which so, is all we do anymore. Right. He never really says anything, and we get the answer, well, we're reunited. Well, I don't care. I didn't have a baby with you. You weren't in the delivery room. Right. Sorry. <laughs> he barely was, but he was there. <laughs> signed the birth certificate. Like, yeah, he went home and took a nap. <laughs> like, I'm just, I didn't sign up for that. And so I get, I like get, like, here's the thing. Mike is so involved with Grayson. But with co-parenting, he takes a step back. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, nope, this is between you and Rich. Like, it is what it is. And so it's frustrating to not get a response from him and to get a response only from, only her, from her. About even, these big, big right, things. Even if they're on the same page and that's what they both think in unison. I don't know. Co-parenting is hard, guys. <laughs> like, it's really hard. It really is so hard. And... 
like I'm gonna be honest like there's times like I have no problem like literally he could ask me how was your birthday and I would be perfectly fine answering and there is some days where I'm just so frustrated that it's like yeah dude like just just say words to me like mm-hmm. like I deserve that much right like I, I'm raising this kid you know mm-hmm. like <sighs> so anyway <laughs> um after that I think I just lost a lot of respect for like the say whatever say whatever you want to hear or whatever to get the kids down here and then we're just gonna do whatever we want well yeah and so that's how I felt like it was handled mm-hmm. and right or wrong we're we all do what we think is in the best interest of the child at that time so in their defense they might think okay seeing his their aunt and their grandma is the best interest of the child at that time I highly disagree mm-hmm. in the state of the world right now but that it is what it is and it passed and it happened and, and everyone happened. came home safe and, and healthy yeah. and so we're good and um I don't I don't I would, knowing that they came home healthy, I wouldn't have done anything different. I wouldn't have fought any less than I did. Right. Um, it, it just, like Carly said, co-parenting's hard, especially with things, when things come up like this. I mean, who would have ever thought that we Never. would have to <laughs> co-parent through a fucking pandemic? It's yeah. been impossible. Um I think I've searched every page of Google, you know, <laughs> for like too. going through this whole travel thing, figuring out, trying to figure out like what's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to get some advice from somewhere. And nobody knows. Nobody knows. So yeah. Uh, Everybody's it, just doing their best. Everybody's <laughs> doing their best. Yeah. So um, that is how COVID has affecting our co-parenting. Yes. It's been difficult. Um, we're hoping that as summer visit comes around the state of the world is a little better and maybe it's not so tense hopefully Um, since the vaccines are out yeah for sure i'm very getting them and i'm i'm not saying for or against like uh i'm scared shitless to get the vaccine but there's a lot of people out there who (laughs) like really want it so good for you get it um but i'm just saying like Hopefully it'll slow it down now that it's out, and by that time, we can be good. Right. So, the next question, moving on from COVID affecting our guys' parenting. <laughs> um, we could go on a list about, well, things COVID's affected. Guys, right. how's your marriage? <laughs> well, we stuck in a house. <laughs> mine broke up, so. Thriving, thriving. Life is going really well over here. <laughs> Mike and I are hanging on, man. <laughs> you guys are doing so good. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, no, Just to clarify, good. Coven didn't break up my marriage. No. <laughs> my marriage was doomed long before Coven <laughs> happened, so. Funny joke, funny joke. Play on words. Okay. Um, but no, I think the biggest thing that COVID's affected is basically... Um, just my job and then just at, like working remotely, doing listing, those types of things. And then also... Um, Grayson had to be pulled from preschool and so that I was know. really hard mm-hmm. and he really thrives off like friends and play dates and yep. like he loved his teachers and loved his friends and so like that was so hard He's it's we pulled him in February I think so a year ago? yeah we pulled him in February but we kept paying through May thinking Oof. COVID was going to like stop yeah. 
Um, but yeah, we pulled them in February and then thankfully, thank God for my aunt. Like, what would we do without her? We just have no idea. Um, so the, the kids are watched by her and my grandpa and they love it. They, yeah. every time I say like, let's go there and then they get all excited and Aww. giddy, but you can tell Grayson really needs some social interaction and some playtime. And in the summer he plays with little kids in the neighborhood and my, they all go to the park and my aunt sits there and plays with them at the park and stuff. And so in the summer it was nice, but now that it's so cold, yeah. guys, it was negative eight today. It's just freezing. Well, so. the wind chill is like negative 30. Yeah. It's so, so cold. cold. Yeah. I tried to work out in my garage today and I saw my breath the whole time. You're like, it was inside. Really <laughs> no, I did it, but it You're hurt real crazy. bad. <laughs> I'm going to go take a nice hot bath tonight. Really? <laughs> um. So yeah, it's been a lot, but so, eh. anyway. Anyway, we'll move on. More questions. Okay, we've gotten a lot of questions about our opinions on certain COVID topics. So we can go these ones pretty quick. Um, yeah, but I'm like, a little nervous to like say my opinion. People are so vocal about right and wrong. <sighs> I know, people are going to bring Don't that. come at us. Don't you remember last us. episode, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay has some, a mean left hook. Yeah. Don't come at us. <laughs> Um, okay. Here's your warning. So, <laughs> Disclaimer. Carly, <laughs> mask or no mask? I mean, to me, it doesn't really. I would wear a mask. Like, I mean, you do oh, wear a mask. Oh, in schools. Are we talking about in school? Or... I don't know. What was the okay. question? I think it was related to schools. Oh, okay. Okay, but if mask anywhere else, I think it's not a problem. Wear the damn mask. Yeah. Like, it's not affecting anyone. I know. It's not hurting it's, anyone. It's not hurting you to wear the mask. Just wear the mask. It's a pain in the ass. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying I'm literally like need to go work out because I'm dry heaving in the parking lot. <laughs> the mask is restricting my airway, but I'm just saying like just wear the mask. Anyway, um, in schools, I don't think so. Only because here's my point. Children are the least affected from it, so I get the whole like not spreading it. But kids are also playing sports like wrestling and doing all these things where their faces are right up next to each other. Are is wrestling happening this year? Yeah. Is it? Oh, I didn't know that. So things like that where it's like that's very contradictory. Okay, but then this isn't like it's just there's so many it's such a back and forth. So it's like yeah. It's hard for me to be like, yeah, make this 5-year-old because anyway, five-year-olds can't wear a mask properly. Do you know how many times Grayson touches his face when he's yeah. wearing a mask? It's the least effective thing. I would be curious how it goes in, like, pre- preschool and kindergarten classrooms. Um, I mean, yeah. as a mom of a kid in school, I was I was concerned in the beginning of the year just yeah. because you never know. But, um, I mean, it was a, a pretty flawless transition. I mean, yeah. kids are freaking amazing. Really? Like, yeah. It took him a week, and after a week of, of school, he would get in the car, and then we would be home, and I'd be like, oh my gosh, take off your mask. He's like, oh, I forgot it's on. Um, and he's in fourth grade, so he's a little older, so I can't imagine what the younger <coughs> grades look like, um, but I don't know. I guess, yeah, that's a good thing. Older kids, it's easier for them to just put a mask on their face and then just walk through the halls. I'm thinking, like, Grayson's age, where it's like... Oh, yeah. Oh, my That's gosh. So Kindergarten. Hard. Are we seriously going to make... We're right. seriously wearing masks right now. Right. Like, they're just pulling them off, using them as slingshots, yeah. picking their boogers. <laughs> like, Grayson walks up to me today. He's like, Mom, I can't breathe out of my mask, but look inside my nose. There's so many boogers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boys. 
so gross. <laughs> Can't go blow your nose. Get out. <laughs> no, I don't have to, Mom. Yeah, I don't have to. It's not bugging me. Um. So, yeah, I guess that's our opinion. Is that your opinion? Yeah. Mask, not for masks. I'm for masks. I just, yeah. again, don't think it's hurting anybody. <clears throat> I mean, I know it's changed the dynamic of school so much, and that really makes me sad. Um, but... But do you want to know the one thing that I thought of about masks? What? I was thinking, like, do you remember in high school when you'd walk down the hall and you'd see a cute boy and you'd kind of, like, make eye contact in the hallway? But then yeah. it's, like, every time you know that you pass them between first and second period. Yeah. So then you would, like, take a slower walk. Yeah. Absolutely. They can't do that. Why can't they do that? They can't see each other's faces. How do you know what that person looks like? That's Are you true. Sure you're, now you're going to flirt with somebody you don't know? I was like, oh, high school guys, how are you guys figuring it out? Oh, right man, yeah. Struggling. <laughs> That's so difficult. I didn't even think about that. Good thing we're not in high school anymore, huh? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. Ryder's, Ryder's getting all the girls. And he has I need to talk to him about that. <laughs> I know. He uh, got a Valentine's Day box from his dad today. Yeah. Did you guys get one? I got them. Oh, yeah. They got a Valentine's Day box. Okay. We didn't have confetti. <sighs> That's another thing. <laughs> no, just leave it. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it every day. Um, but he got, a little, he got a little, like, box of chocolates from him, and he's like, he came out, and he was like, I think there's five chocolates in here. I'm like, yeah, probably. It's small. And he's like, I think I'm going to give this to her on Valentine's Day. It was oh, the sweetest thing. He's like, thing. I will save this chocolate yeah. and go to my Valentine's. Yeah. It oh. was so sweet. So the so mask is cute. not hurting writer's game. And maybe I'm just being overly sensitive <laughs> about my hallway looks in high school. Maybe. <laughs> Mike, were you given? No, he was too old, right? Yeah, Mike was. Mike's a cradle robber. Yeah, he is. Sorry, babe. Never mind. It was not you. Mike she was, was looking in at college Mike. And I was in high school. <laughs> okay, so um, um, homeschool or send him to school. We should do a podcast or a podcast episode of Mike and I. Absolutely. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. Um, homeschool. Yes or no? My child is my child of school. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you want to homeschool your kid and you think that your homeschool abilities are spot on, get a girl. Absolutely. Or a guy. If you're a dad, Mike would be a phenomenal stay-at-home parent. Like, he just has that, like, yeah. let's do this and let's do this. And we're going to, like, he has, like, that time block mentality where yeah. it's just, like, from 10.30 to 11.30, we're playing. We're going to hardcore play. And then from 11 to 12, we're going to, 11.30 to 12, we're going to make lunch. And then it's everybody's nap time. Like, he's just very yeah. good at that. And I'm like, scatterbrained oh all day. Oh my God, it's been literally an hour and they have not stopped climbing on me. And then like 20 seconds later, I'm like, oh, it's not been an hour. It's just been 20 seconds. Yeah. So, <laughs> Mainly because I'm like, I just don't have the patience to either. like. So last year when COVID happened, fun fact about Lindsay, I lived in a camper in Alabama for a year and a half with my husband and child and big dog um so when COVID hit we were quarantining in a camper and Mm -hmm. doing homeschool in a camper and we did that for what three months and uh it was the most miserable I am just not and I was going to school school full-time also everybody was doing homeschool right right it was let's pack our lunches and go to school together outside (laughs) in the trailer park um but so that was just miserable. So then this year when it came time and we had the option, like I made the decision. It was 
in my child's best interest to go to public school. That's how I feel too. Um, I feel like it's such a good social He, thing. And, again, it's just me and him. And so all day long, every day, it's just me and him. And I love that. I cherish that. But he needs some outside time and right. I need some outside time for both of our sanities. And so right. schooling was just the way to go for us. And it's it's gone pretty well. I have nothing but amazing things to say for teachers and school staff and everyone that's making the school year happen because yeah. I cannot imagine how difficult it's been. Um, but it, it, I've had... I've had a good experience this year, and Ryder has had a great year. Right. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm for school. I The person who asked this question, his wife... Yes, boys, listen to our podcast. What? Um, his wife would make an amazing, like, homeschool mom. Like, Do they have kids? They have three now. Okay. I think. Three girls. Anyway, um, but I think that they are so, like... I don't know. She's just very, I think she'd be really good at it. Yeah. And I just would like everyone to know that that is not my strong suit. It's not my strong I suit mean, either. Grayson and I, we do preschool together. We work on flashcards. We do, like, workbooks. And also, like, we, we started reading these little books. And I, it was, like, a set we got them for Christmas. Because mm-hmm. usually we buy the kids, like, a book each for Christmas. Right. Um, this year I bought Grayson like a set of reading books and it's 60 books and it was 60 bucks, wow. <laughs> but you get like 60 tiny books and each book is like four pages, Yeah. but it's supposed to be like learning words mm-hmm. and learning sight words and putting words and like letters and sounds together, like teaching them how to read. So he's been doing really good. So he should be able, like the whole thing is like you work on it for three months and then they should be able to read by the end or start reading books, right. you know? So he's been doing really good, and he likes it, and it's kind of like our alone time, 20 minutes learning how to yeah. sound these out, and he does really well, and like, I can handle that, but I think as he gets older, he's, like, he, like, okay, I said like 25 times, um, he listens to other people way better. Oh. Not in a, like, but, and I think everybody's kids are like that. 100%. It's just very hard to teach him certain things. like Because he gets so frustrated so quickly with yes. you, whereas a stranger or Mike or your dad or someone else, right. he, you, they just don't have the same bond. So he's not immediately like, oh my gosh, mom. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he'll just, he just gets so frustrated and then I'm trying to be like, you can do it, you can do it, like it's okay, you can do it. And then he's just so annoyed and oh out. That is me and Ryder. Yeah. That is our life. It's so frustrating. So I don't know. It's like the skiing. Yes. I tried to like go down the hill with Grace and he just starts bawling <laughs> um, on the bunny hill. And he's like, I can do this myself. And then Lindsay goes up with him, he's laughing, he's listening to everything. Best time. And I'm like, okay, great, Grayson. <laughs> yeah. I was just using all my leg muscles to walk up this hill and freaking ski boots for you. I'm literally dying for you right now, child. (laughs) So, I don't know. Um, Last one. Open schools or not? I mean, schools are... Like, full time. Like, where we are in this, like, county or whatever, this area, the schools are open. Um, Bigger in town. They're not open full time. I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to say that because we opened and it's gone okay. We love it, yeah. Um... I will say we've been quarantined twice now because there was a direct contact 
in writer's class. And Mm -hmm. then, like, so we did stay at or did online learning for two weeks because of that and then um but then there was a second time after thanksgiving yeah it was right after thanksgiving where there was too many staff members out and there was there was like seven and there was no way they were going to be able to find subs for 14 days for all of those so they closed the school down again for that um and i mean it yeah it's created some you know hard i'm obviously working from home already but working from home while having a kid learning from home is difficult and you had your niece and I had my nieces yeah which that was even better because they helped each other and they occupied each other so that was better yeah yeah. but I don't know I don't I don't I am not a professional and so I just don't know what the right answer is on that one it's worked well for us yeah Uh, well I saw one of my friends this weekend who is a teacher Mm -hmm. and I asked her about it and she said she teaches Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday online, and then in person Thursday, Friday. And she's like, I just want to be back. Like, it's just it's so hard for the teachers. Also, yeah. I have some teacher friends who, um, and my sister in law is a teacher. Um, but I have a couple of teacher friends in Haver, and they're. I think that they're all ready to be back. Yeah. Also, but it's just hard. Like nobody's thinking about like. Teachers going in, answering emails at 6 a.m., answering emails at freaking 11 at night, doing things like that, like creating online lesson plans, in-person lesson plans, yeah. like so many different things where it's like, you go to be a teacher, you just want to teach kids. Like mm-hmm. These All these other things are not... I mean, teachers have such a thankless job already, yes. and like just to put all of the things that they've done this year on top of that... I mean, they are the most... Ideally, in a perfect world, here's what I would think. Everyone who wants to go to school, go to school. Mm -hmm. And whoever wants to, like, I don't know... Distance learn or homeschool. Whatever, set up teams. But then it's like this. Then the parent is at home doing the teams, but then that's on the parent. And maybe I'm speaking out of context because I really don't know all the details on how that would work out. That just comes (laughs) in my head right now. But... That's like I don't know. It's so hard anyway, and I have so many friends that are have kids in distance learning. They're like, I'm about to chuck a computer through a wall. Like I, this is not working. It's the worst. I just dislike it so much. It's. I love my child, but he needs that eight hours of yeah, school a day. Right. He really needs it. Like just to burn off energy. Yeah, and and yeah, he just needs it. Um, but yeah, so that's our opinions on COVID. Do you have anything else to add? To that little section? No, I don't think so. I think that's it. Do we have uh, an idea of what our listeners can expect for us in our next episode? Maybe it'll be a surprise. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> also, though, I just have to say this. I was talking to Ryder. Ryder obviously knows that we're doing a podcast. Yes. Um, and he hasn't listened to it. I let him listen to like the first couple minutes of both of the episodes because it's just it's not anything inappropriate yeah Yeah. and we were talking about what we did or whatever and he loves it he's so excited about it and I'm like you can't listen to it buddy I'm so sorry there's just some things that aren't meant for you to listen to yet um but he was like can I come on your podcast (laughs) I was like 100% you can come on our podcast you're in so we're gonna have a special guest writer here one of these Mm -hmm. days I'm not exactly sure the direction I want to go with the questions, but I told him, 
I said, we're going to ask you all of the toughest questions and you have to be ready to answer and you cannot say, I don't know. And he's, yeah, he's that's ready. What I, that's what I told him on Super Bowl Sunday. I was like, Tyler, I'm going to ask you really tough questions and you can't say, I don't know. You have to find an answer in your brain. And he was like, I already got it. I already I know already the answers, Carly. Yeah. You don't text me right now. I'm ready. Yeah. Put I'm, me in, coach. <laughs> I'm very excited to have him on. He's going to he's gonna be a good guest. Yeah. So I'll put like a highlight. We'll do a highlight bubble. So if you want... To ask Ryder. Oh, ask question. Ryder all the questions, yes, please. Put them on the spot. Yeah, we'll put a few questions of our own, but you guys should definitely ask him some funny yes, questions. Yes, he's he's a anything you want to know. Funny, sarcastic kid, so I'm sure he'll come up with some great answers he for is you. Witty. He is so witty. Oh well, that should be it, you guys. We wanted to give you guys like a kind of modern look on what we're doing right now. Um, just because there were so many COVID-19 questions, we still didn't really touch on everything, but we did do an hour, for, so good. Right. Um, <laughs> but there's so many more, like, funny stories that we've been through, and Lindsay and I were like, well, we talked about punching, so that was it. I'm like, <laughs> no, there's this, and this, and this, and this, 97 things we could talk about. Well, yeah, like we talked about today, the yeah. story kind of transitions after this point from my dramatic experience. I mean, I still have plenty, not as dramatic, but I still have a handful of stories. Um, but, but it kind of transitions from my dramatic stories to yours. Yeah. You, you have some good ones, girl. <laughs> I mean, you might have not went to jail, but you've got some good stories tucked away. I mean, if I was mad enough, I probably could have, but... If you would have I been... I some advice to just keep your cool. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> Regrets. Lindsay was saying, just calm your ass down. God. (laughs) Don't go to jail. Learn from me. We survived. Yep. Okay. Surviving. All right. Well, I guess we're going to call it a night. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yes. Ask us all the questions. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.